Good morning, welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today it's my steam pleasure to have on, and he's a sensational guitarist. He's my buddy, he's James Lane. How are you today? Good, man, how are you? Thanks for having me. Man, thanks for coming on, buddy. It's been a little bit since we had a conversation. Yeah, it's been too long. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, how you been? I'm good, man, just uh, just trying to get by. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what, I, you know, you and I have, you know, chatted over the months, and it's been too long to try to get you on, and and put you in between everything else. And man, I sure do miss you and the family and much love to everybody over there and everything else. But man, I miss Jagger Rock and the, the you know, Flossie and everybody. And, you know, I just miss everybody over there and Ray and everybody. And, and, and uh, you know, it's just been a, a long time coming, but I mean, I'm so glad to have you on and showcase a bit of your talent, man. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's, it's been a long time and we all miss you too. And I miss Jagged. It's uh, you know, it's, it was rough not having it for a while there. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, man. So let me ask you a question, man. You know, obviously, you know, I've seen you blow the guitar apart. You know, we used to make a big <laughs> rave about it, but but it was great because, you know, Ray be you know, telling you off as you're burning up the guitar, man. You know, and it was, we used to love to, you know, watch you, watch it. I'm sure everybody still does now and you were the new band and we'll get into that in a little bit. But who influenced you to pick up a guitar? Uh, the first time I heard Crazy Train on the radio, uh, I was with my dad and I was like, Dad, who is this? And he's like, this is Ozzy. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I didn't know he could play guitar like that. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, that's not Ozzy playing. That's a guy named Randy Rhodes. So I guess Randy Rhodes would be the guy who made me uh, pick it up. But then, you know, Eddie Van Halen shortly thereafter. Yeah, oh, man, Eddie. Eddie's a huge, huge loss. And, uh, you know, we'll get into a little bit about Eddie later on. But, I mean, uh, yeah, of course, that's uh, you couldn't, couldn't go wrong on either one of those there. Yeah. How long did it take you practicing to get good? still practicing <laughs> <laughs> i mean because i mean before you were kind of pretty comfortable i mean you and i have known each other gosh shy of somewhere around 10 years give or take ish but i mean yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know uh it, it's you know it's amazing to sit there and see and my guitar's sitting over right over right outside my office right now and she looks good over there she don't look good on my lap but she looks good over there <laughs> i mean but nice. <clears throat> yeah Really, uh, I'm gonna come out and take some lessons. It, it, it's my one of my months for guitarist. You know, I, I just had Taj on the other day, and I said I called you. I says, "Man, I said I gotta have you on." I said I was like, you know, no doubt about it. But I mean, uh, you know, how long before you got comfortable? It was definitely a couple of years. I uh, right right away, I was like writing instead of like I I did a fair share of like learning songs, but I also was writing pretty early on. So like when you're writing you get a little bit more comfortable playing the stuff that you come up with, I guess. I mean, it could be a little nerve wracking showing it to people the first time, but you know, you mess up. You're like, oh, I meant to do that. It's part of the song. <laughs> right. So it was, a, uh, it was, a, yeah, it was a little, little bit of time, but you, you know, I'd say like three years, maybe four years till I was like ready to be in a band. Wow, man. That's crazy. I didn't know how much, you know, you had said a little bit about writing, you know, a long time ago, you and I had talked, you know, it's a little bit about it, but you know, because we'd kind of have some conversations between sets or after, you know, when the night was done or whatever, or if we got there early, whatever. But I mean, you know, yeah. I, I didn't know you did that much writing, man. What what turned you on to writing? Uh, basically, like when I was first starting out, like there was things that I wanted to play, but I didn't know how to play anything. <laughs> so it was a uh, sort of like a uh, a workaround to to play stuff. Like I would just kind of come up with stuff, and you know, my dad would show me some like some basic songs, you know, like some early Sabbath stuff. And I'd kind of just go from there and it would be inspiring to me. And I would like have these like things in my head that I was like, Oh, I want to, I want to play that, but I don't know how. So I would just kind of figure it out. And next thing you know, like you're writing a song. <laughs> so what did you just like, you know, E sharp and kind of write it out like that as you're making it up? Yeah, I didn't write things down too much, but I would, uh, I, at the very beginning I had a, like a recording software, you know, like a, a DAW back in the day, like, uh, I was using this, this like free, this free program called audacity. And I would just like, kind of like loop something and then play over it and just kind of like build it like almost like kind of like a, a puzzle. You just kind of put pieces together and all of a sudden you've got something. I remember audacity. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Old school. Uh, yeah, man. Um, Oh, that's, that's really cool. So you, you, you were more by ear then. Yeah, for sure. Um, I eventually did take like music in college and guitar and, and school and stuff like that and kind of filled in the blanks. 
we're not friends anymore, man. <laughs> that's rough, buddy. That's rough. No, that's awesome, Bob. You know, I, I, I think it's just really cool that, you know, you, you picked it up. And, you know, I didn't know your pops was a musician. Yeah, he, he hasn't played in a while, but he's, uh, yeah, he's a guitar player. He was really good. Um, he just, you know, he's got like a family now. He doesn't have that much, that much time to play anymore. How, how does it, you know, how do you, you know, do you look at, you kind of like, you know, you have that friendly family rivalry thing that's trying to check out how I am now, Pops type thing, or, you know. <laughs> no, he's really proud of me. I know that. Uh, and, I yeah, I've always been, like, kind of showing him what I've been coming up with, like, throughout the whole, my whole I guess you call it my career. <laughs> throughout my whole, like, time playing guitar, I've always, he's always been around showing me stuff and showing him stuff and whatnot. You know, one of these days, I want to get him to play on one of my songs. That'd be awesome. Yeah, there you go. See that? No, no pressure, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he can handle it. You're only in 80 countries right now, but that's all right. You know, no pressure, pops. You know, <laughs> you know. Uh, everybody write in and say James's dad needs to get on a song with him. Uh, you know, but but you know, but that's that, that's great. I mean, now let me ask you a question. When you when you and I met, you you were playing you were playing for Jagged, and. Uh, you know, was that the type of music that you were used to listening to? Because I mean, Jagged has a had a huge array of, you know, rocking songs over the years. You know, and and uh, you know, was that the type of music that you were, you know, that they they covered? Was that what you listened to, or what? What, what did you listen to first? Uh, yeah, I was like, you know, kind of into the hard rock, uh, you know, the classic rock and some of the hair metal stuff. Actually, a lot of all the hair metal stuff. I love hair metal. But when Jagged was like playing uh, before, I was in the band, you know, I was going to see their shows and stuff. Right. And, uh, and they were playing music that I not only like loved, but also songs I'd not really been familiar with. And like, they kind of introduced me to a whole, uh, like genre of music that I had not like previously heard, you know, like kind of the deep cuts of like the seventies and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you go into late sixties, early seventies, I mean, you talk about guitar. I mean, that it's owned from, Gosh, what about sixty-five to you know seventy-six? You have uh, you sixty-six to seventy-six. You have some of the greatest guitarists have ever picked up on a you know picked up a guitar. Oh yeah, yeah, like like Zeppelin, Cream, you know Clapton, all that. Oh good yeah, stuff. you know, and you you throw some Fogarty in there, and you know some Beck oh, yeah. and everybody else, and you you're you're smoking it, you know. Um, yeah, that's like the that's like the the foot like the groundwork for all the stuff that came later. You know, they just like set it up for us. Oh yeah, I mean for, for sure, without a doubt. Um, now, as far as the idea of you know, so gosh, you you were with Jagged for what? Gosh, how many years? Uh, I'd say like probably around eight, maybe like maybe that. a little less. I knew it was something like that because because I was I was thinking about how long it's been since I've been out of California, which is uh, geez, six years now. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, time flies. Um, yeah, for sure. But I mean, and, and you know, it, how did it feel like you know? And and by, and by the way, I'm going to get into the fact that you just returned to uh, our place just a couple couple nights ago, which is you know what I love that place. But I mean, how did it feel like you know Southern California really getting to know you guys? And you guys had a hell of a following. Oh yeah, it was. Uh... In this little circuit around here, we were, yeah, we were pretty popular. It was nice uh, kind of having our choice of where to play and stuff. And people, like, always giving us, you know, uh, time slots to play. And it's, it was a, yeah, good exposure. It was it was a really good, uh, like, training grounds for, like, being in a band. Like, just kind of diving into a popular band already like that. Now, let me ask you a question. I, and I think I know the answer to this, but I was, was Jagged your first long-term band? Yes. Yeah, I've been in a couple like, like you know, garage bands before that, but Jagged was the first like real band. Yeah, right, that that's that's what I thought. Now, with the idea of you guys, you know, you know, playing all across that area and everything else, and getting well known, and believe me, I danced plenty of nights to you guys. Um, oh yeah. You know, um, you know, the idea of getting known there did it make you feel more comfortable, or did you feel you had to work harder to keep things spiced up? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I did feel like I had to like step it up a little bit because when I first joined, I wasn't very disciplined. Like, like I said, I was kind of like just writing. I was kind of like going with the flow, writing and learning songs here and there. But when I joined Jagged, like, boom, I had to learn 40 songs in like a couple weeks because we had a, well, they had their guitar player, like couldn't make one of the gigs that they were scheduled for. So I was filling in, which eventually turned into a full-time thing. But 
yeah, I had to learn like 40 songs in like two weeks or something like that. So I really had to like kind of buckle down. And, and then when we start playing, you know, keeping up that schedule and keeping my hands in shape and stuff like that, kind of, yeah, kind of different than what I was used to. I got you on that. Now, with, with the idea of playing, because I think that you guys just kind of stepped it up. You know, you were one of the bands there, you know, that that even though you had your sets and your music and your songs and everything else is, and you guys added things, I also feel that the idea is that, you know, change-ups were there at times. And I think that's what yeah. really kept you guys popular as well as, because, you know, I knew almost every time I walked in the door, because I'd pick certain times to walk in the door, I just would like, up. Oh, that'd be like my time to walk in the door. I got an idea <laughs> of what song was coming up, give or take, is showing on the deal, you know, and, and, uh, but it was kind of every once in a while you guys would throw me off. I'm like, damn, man, it's, you know, it's 845. What the hell? You know, <laughs> I mean, you know <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's not whatever it was, you know, whatever was going to, you know, that song coming up at the time. But I felt that you guys had good change ups and, you know, adding things here and there and just didn't wasn't just playing covers. You did a great job. You didn't stretch the songs or anything else. <laughs> but but and I feel like, you know, it was really well put together. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I think. uh was it Flossie or George? They would make the the set list and keep things interesting, you know. And we'd sometimes mash songs together and extend certain parts to, you know, because we wanted to do the songs justice. But we don't have to play them exactly like the record, so we'd let things breathe a little bit sometimes, put our own flavor on it. Yeah, because I mean, even when you go to a concert, when you're seeing that band, if, if you're playing Pat Benatar, you don't want to see Pat play the exact way the album is when you go to the concert. Exactly. At that point, just play the record. Now, you know. Let me ask you a question. On that part of it is, is what do you listen to now? Like, if you're, if you and I are going to hang out, and I'm, I'm coming to Southern California. You and I are cruising down the road. What's on your playlist right now? Man, Van Halen is always on my playlist. <laughs> Especially like lately, I just read Eruption, a book uh, uh, that was written with all his like conversations and interviews in there. Right. Get real insight into his like mind. So I've always. I've always got Van Halen on. There's this guy that I listen to a lot named Blue Saracino. He's a uh, he was one of the early shrapnel guys who was like in the '80s, but he also uh, made a lot of like TV and movie soundtracks and like like uh, scores for like shows and stuff. Right. So you've probably heard him and not even known it, but he's a really great player. He's like incredible, and he's kind of a, an unsung hero. <laughs> Very cool, very cool. You know, and, and and no, you can't go wrong with you know with Eddie Van Halen for sure. Now I'm I'm going to ask you this. Now you just said you know about naming Van Halen. You know, so which version of which inclination of Van Halen do you like, or do you like both? I like both, man. I like I like Sammy. I like Roth, and I like the Gary Sharon album too. Like I like it all. You see, to me, I, to, to me, I compare that to you know old school going back to looking at Chicago. I liked all versions of Chicago, so you can't uh -huh. you can't go wrong with any one of them. So you know, it's kind of like, hey, look, man, you know, it's uh, you know, it's the same thing with Van Halen. You know, you have great, you know, increments of each one of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's the same band, just uh, you know, different voices every now and then, and uh, you know, those first uh, what is it like six David Lee Roth albums, they are. They hold up today. You know, they're yeah. still as good as they were when they came out in 78 to 84. But the Sammy Hagar stuff is awesome, too. Like, I love the keyboards. Like, I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be a keyboard player a little bit. Uh, so I, like, really, <laughs> I really appreciate all of the, you know, like, like when love comes, you know, when love walks in and, you know, dreams and right now. Oh, man, I love right now that that piano. Right. Fantastic! Yeah, I dig it. You know, yeah, it's another, another instrument that you know, I can play like three songs on the piano, and then get, get lost. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I can play one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't played in a while, so maybe I'm with you, and you might be ahead of me. You know, so I mean, uh, you know, uh, you know, my, my my kids used to run like hell. I'd crack my knuckles, say, "Well, the old Liberace, I wish my brother George was here and start playing uh, Love Me Tender," and like, Pew! man, and they'd go. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, but now that that's that that's really cool. I mean, I love that. You know, and the idea is that. You know, you kind of, you know, standing out and, and you know, and, and uh, you know, as, as as well as playing as a family, literally, what's it like, yeah. playing, what's it like playing with, uh, with family too, man? I mean, that's got to be in it. And I got you on the spot because I know all your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was great, man. I, I really love playing with them. They, you know, they obviously had their, like, because, you know, Flossie, George and Phil, you know, growing up together and playing music together, they were like like the Van Halen brothers, they knew each other so well and they could just jam. And then 
I felt like I fit them, like, you know, I fit in with them pretty well and like eventually became family. And it was such a cool dynamic. And like all of us just having like that love for each other. There was never any drama. You know, it was, it was really cool. I miss it a lot, man. And, and then the last question I'm going to get you, and I know, I'm sure she's listening, but what's it like when you're up there playing with your future wife? Hi, Danielle. Oh, yeah. Hi, Danielle. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure she's listening. Hey, babe. Uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And she's got such a great voice. It's always like such a treat to like hear her sing or whether it's with me or if she's singing like, you know, with the band or like, karaoke or anything. And, uh, yeah, we have to, we haven't done that as much as we should. We should do that more often now. Now I'm, uh, with N on Destroy, the band I'm in now, we, uh, instead of me and Danielle playing on the breaks, it's, uh, me and uh, a friend of the band named Josh. And we like do two guitar solos like together, like a battle. I watched some of that, and I'm gonna get to that in just one second. I mean, so so the idea of you guys kind of putting it together, and I, obviously I know there was a long thing, and you know, it was really hard with COVID and everything else, and and everything else, yeah. and then coming out of it and everything else. But I mean, you guys, uh, you know, coming all the way around, and then, you know, still obviously, you know, it's really cool. I think that you know, in one way, you know, uh, Jagged's not, you know, per se apart, you know, not touring anymore, so to speak, but they're just. Uh, you know, because your family, so you're still there anyway. Yeah, we uh, Flossie, Ray, and uh, uh, I don't know if you remember Vinny. He was like a friend of Jagged. He, yeah. uh, they all come to our and on Destroy gig, so I'm seeing them all the time. I'm going over to Ray and Flossie's house a lot. I see George, Holidays, and Phil. You know, Phil lives in Arizona now, so I see him uh, not as much, but it's always great to see him when he does come around. Of course, of course. You know, I mean, the the thing that is now is with now now talk to me about your new band and how this came about with it because it's what what is it end on destroy? Yeah, EOD for short is what we call it. Okay, EOD. So, but I had to get it out there first. So, end on destroy, EOD. So, talk to me about uh, how you got together with this band. Yeah, I was in a so I was in a band with uh, someone my dad used to play with actually back in the day. Uh, his name's Clint Carroll, and I was in his band for a while. And uh, the bass player of that band. His name is Billy, Billy the Fist. He's a he's a good dude. He's a really great guy. And he introduced me to this band. He was like, hey, man, these guys are like, they live right next to you. Uh, have you ever thought about like jamming with them? I'm like, I didn't know they were even there. <laughs> like, introduced me. So I went down there, hung out with them for a bit, clicked right away. They're a bunch of great guys. They didn't have a singer yet, but it's, uh, you know, me and another guitar player named Johnny, a uh, bass player named Vince, a uh, drummer named Nick. And then we were looking, we we're kind of doing an American Idol thing for our singer. <laughs> We had like people come in, uh, try out and we're like, eh, we'll let you know <laughs> until we finally found our guy, Jeremy. And, uh, and Jeremy's really whipped us into shape. He's, uh, got a great ear. He's got a great voice and he's, he knows music really well. And he's really helped us like get like stage ready. And now we're, uh, yeah, we're flying now. Oh, that is very cool. That is very cool. Um, you know, I mean, so talk to me about a little bit of the type of music you play. I was watching, by the way, because I know you guys returned to our place. I know it's changed hands, and I miss Miss Tammy, Miss Sally, and uh, oh, yeah. but I know it's changed hands now. And I saw you guys rocking out on Facebook the other night. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have a good time. We're we're playing all the places that Jagged used to play. You know, Rush Bar also, and around uh, there's a place we play Costellos down around here, uh, and we're playing uh, pretty much like a similar like vibe to Jagged, just a little bit more, um, I guess like rooted in the nineties music of like, like kind of a grunge sound, but we've, you know, since I'm in the band, we're still doing things like Ozzy. <laughs> we still got Mr. Crowley on there and crazy train and you know, some black Sabbath stuff, some guns and roses, but we're, we do a little bit of everything. The only thing we haven't really touched on is any like of the dance music, which is good. You know, we should probably do some dance music, uh, get some people out there dancing and, yeah, it never thirsty. it never hurts. <laughs> it never it never hurts, brother. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, that that never hurts for sure. I mean, you know, so the idea of you guys playing now and you guys catching up and you know, doing guitar thing is always cool because I always think it's uh really neat to have you know two guys can go out there and shine and blow the doors off the place. I mean, it's never oh, yeah. hurts, you know. Um, yeah, but how's how's it feel to be out there? By the way, do you have a new monster? By the way. A new what? You have a new monster? You have a new guitar? Oh, yeah. I've got a... I just picked up the Eddie Van Halen uh, Wolfgang, the stealth. Yeah, I just saw that. I was like, wait a minute. That's a different guitar, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm always in guitar acquisition mode, to quote Michelangelo. (laughs) Yeah, I'm 
I'm always looking for the next one. Although right now I'm pretty satisfied. I don't think there's anything else I need right now. I love my uh, my Wolfgang. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, my buddy Eric, he's, I don't know, working at, I don't know, 80, 90 guitars. I just had Taj on. He's got 90, you know, some 90, some guitars. I was like, 90 or 19? He says, 90. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, you wow. know, and, 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 and you're acquiring them, you know. I said, man, I said, holy smokes, man. These guys are, you know, getting guitars. I got two, and I'm like, shit, that's enough, and I don't play either one of them. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got too many also. Danielle won't let me get any more unless I sell one. Gotta make room. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I, she's I, great. She she lets me get them like when I want, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now see now see that yet you, you gotta be really nice at home, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, that 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 that's your uh that's your uh Marin advice. You gotta be really nice yes, honey, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. No, um, it's easy. She's awesome. She's no, she's I, really she's really supportive and I know she's that. friends with the band. She's always there. She's yeah. She, she actually runs our sound. Oh, that's very cool. Geez. I mean, and I, I think that's a really cool thing. I think when you know that you, and that's why the part of you know family are really good friends, you know, that, that have, or, 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 or you know, your girl right there that's a sit there that, that is all of a sudden that knows ups, downs, yeah. sound, you know, all of those things. And, you know, and, and being experienced at doing it, you know, I think those things that, you know, Kind of, and and with Jagged, I think you had to be a jack of all trades, master of none. For sure, you know, with with it because you know, you know, it, it's hard to uh, it's hard to have uh, you know everything right at hand unless you know what the other one's doing and thinking, right? Yeah, definitely. What would you? Yeah, it's nice to have uh, her doing the sound too because it gives you someone to point at if there's any problems. <laughs> if there's like, hey, you guys, don't sound good. Oh, blame the sound girl. It's her fault. <laughs> there, there goes that guitar, James. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I hope she, she didn't hear that. You know, um, I ain't edited it either. Um, <laughs> no, um, let me ask you a question. What would you give advice to you know that you've 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 had some nice tours in some areas and stuff and everything else? What would you give advice to somebody who's trying to come up and and wants to kind of do the route like that you have of uh, you know getting known in an area and and being able to you know pick your spots. And that kind of thing. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, it, it was nice in, in numbers with you having, you know, a tight band. But, you know, you did it before that, you know, and, and you know, and toured and did garage stuff and everything else. Is What would advice you would give someone who's trying to get into the circuit of like what you guys are playing now? Yeah, uh, to get in the circuit, I would say the best way to go about it is just like if you want to play at the bars that I, like I'm playing at, like, like being a bar band or whatever. Uh, just go to those bars, meet the, you know, the staff, meet the owner, let them know you're in a band. And that's kind of what, uh, what Nick has been doing, our drummer. He's, he's really good about that, about like networking. Same with our, uh, our singer, Jeremy, they, they both like go out to places and kind of put out their feelers and meet the people that they need to meet to get ourselves, you know, in those places. And, uh, yeah. And then just like practice, practice, practice as much as you can. And if you've, you know, my best piece of advice for guitar players, if I'm even in a position to be giving advice, I'd say, don't put your guitar in a case, leave it out. I think that's probably the best, just so, because get a guitar that looks good, so you're inspired to play it. And, you know, if sometimes you put a guitar in your case, you forget about it or whatever, but if it's out, you see it, it makes you, you know, one, grab it and play it. Sounds like going over uh, the house and you know that over at uh, R&R there that uh, there's always an instrument laying around somewhere. Oh yeah, they've always got something. There's either uh, like bongos or a, an acoustic guitar or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or yeah, a triangle. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tambourine, anything's there. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, I mean that, that's and and it, and it's it's funny. There's a joke going on that you know I I can remember the first time that I that the first time that I saw Jagged, I walked in and uh, and uh, uh, Roxy was singing. Uh, Pat Benatar, hit me with your best shot. And I heard, oh, yeah. I heard the music coming in, and I hadn't seen the band yet, didn't know them. And I heard the opening, and you know, and I was like, "Man, that's a great song. I know Pat." So it was like, uh, "Man, either I'm going to love it or I'm going to bury it. It's going to be like the Elvis movie. Either I'm going to love <laughs> it or I'm going to bury it." You know, and uh, which I wound up loving it. But you know, and I wound up loving you know Roxy do it. So it was like, but it was like, man, I'm just walking up and like I hear the opening. The music sounds good, and I'm like. 
all right. And everybody's dancing. I'm like, all right. And then she rocked it out. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I walked over and told her exactly that. And we've been friends ever since. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it, but yeah, Flossie's great. She's great at singing the Pat Benatar stuff. And that was what was so great about Jagged was everybody in that band sang, except for me. But everybody had like a great voice. So like she would sing like the Pat Benatar, like the, you know, those types of songs. And George would sing like 38 special type songs. Right. Ray had uh, a couple songs Rick like Jesse's Girl and stuff. <laughs> He'd grab Rick Springfield out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that was something that was really cool about Jagged is just the uh, amount of uh, like vocal talent in that band. Right. Now, now I was going to ask you because I, I know you do a little bit of backups, but I, I didn't know if you actually really sung or not. Yeah, all my like solo recordings, I sing out of like necessity. <laughs> but I think I've gotten <laughs> a little bit better over the years. I think Danielle would agree to that. She has to have the torturous life of listening to me trying to sing throughout the day. <laughs> but, uh, I think I've gotten a little bit better and now I'm, I've, I don't really have the voice for like lead vocals. I've got, uh, kind of like a whiny, <laughs> kind of an annoying, like timbre to my voice. But if I sing backing vocals, it seems to fit pretty well. And, uh, I love singing harmonies. It's like really fun. Like, uh, you know, playing guitar is great and I love doing it. It's my, my passion, but I've really come into like, enjoying singing along uh with like jeremy and stuff good well, time great harmonies are i mean you know I, I i go back to listen to harmonies i don't care if it's a letterman yeah the osmonds were incredible at it you know i mean oh, you, yeah. you, you go you go you go to great harmonies huey lewis in the news i mean you know oh yeah people like that that could just take harmonies and melt them even chicago guys like that you know they could just take a oh, harmony yeah, and yeah. just just bend it around and mold it to however they wanted. And so there's nothing like a great harmony. Yeah. Like, uh, that's what made Van Halen. I mean, I, I mean, it isn't what made them, but that was a great yeah. quality that, you know, Michael Anthony brought to Van Halen and, uh, you know, like the beach boys and all that stuff. Oh, it's yeah. just, uh, oh, yeah. it's just like really pleasing to the ear. Oh yeah. And I, and I actually forgot, and I appreciate you bringing that up that Michael Anthony and, and him bringing in the harmonies to Van Halen. I actually forgot about that till you brought it up. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, another great thing, but, and, and that's funny because they had at the time with that time period, they had the voices that really did sync each other. They could really kind of blend and really roll nice with it. Yeah. They sing like every like show tune in like four part harmony. <laughs> they could do like, you know, happy trails and stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. Actually, man, you just actually brought back a lot of memories with that. I, I kind of forgot that kind of stuff, you know, that it was there. I got to go back and listen to some old Van Halen stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, good stuff, man. Never gets old. No. So let me ask you a question on this part. Let, let, let's, let's, let's go in, in, in our DeLorean and go back in time here. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go back in time. Somebody who's no longer with us, who would you have loved to have played with? Uh, someone who's no longer with us, like a, like a, like a rock star, like a yeah. Well, I mean, there's always Eddie, but he would have. Uh, I w I wouldn't want to play with him. I just want to sit down and watch him. But to play with, uh, man, it would be really cool to like play with you know Randy Rhodes or like even if I was gonna you know Dio, it, it'd be so cool to like have Dio sing for me <laughs> or just play like to accompany Dio and like have him do whatever he wants and just play a little bit with him. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, there's so many guys who've left us that I would love to play with. Like, I mean, I don't know if you know Ray Gillen, he had one of the greatest voices, uh, but he didn't really do much. He kind of, uh, had a bit of a scandal there with a, a certain band, uh, named Badlands. But, right. um, aside from that, he had a great voice. Uh, yeah, man, you know, Eddie would probably be number one. I would, you know, King Edward calling that for a reason. Right. Now I'm going to ask you that. I'm going to put you on the spot. Jimi Hendrix or Eddie Van Halen? Uh, they're uh, so similar in like the ways that they revolutionize things, and kind of like, I guess like if uh, if Hendrix hadn't done what he did, then you know I don't know if Eddie would have come around. But at the same time, Eddie changed the guitar like so much as well. In my opinion, I would I would choose Eddie Van Halen, but I can't like disrespect Jimi Hendrix, man. I mean like it's it's really hard they're like two uh two sides of like a very special coin <laughs> well I, I i agree and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take say two uh unrecognized i want to say uh underrated unappreciated guitarists that go in my top 
<clears throat> guitarist range. And I love Jimmy and I love Daddy and I know him a little bit. Um, uh -huh. you know, but um I'm gonna say James Burton and Glenn Campbell. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because Glenn Campbell, if you watch him, you know, he was on everything before he was anything and could play everything and on his head, on his ears, on whatever. And uh, and then James Burton, because he played with Elvis, he played with Diana Ross, he played with everybody, you know, that it was. And, and yeah, by the way, you mentioned the Beach Boys, and Glenn Campbell was a Beach Boy. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and uh, he was a session guitarist before he was on, you know, everybody just thinks of him as Rhinestone Cowboy. So, but you go back and I'll send you a couple of clips of him playing the William Tell Overture with a guitar, a string guitar, and then with acoustic guitar, and then with electric guitar. Oh, nice. Okay, but cool. anyway, so I mean, but yes, I mean, but so okay, getting kind of, kind of, getting kind of, getting past that part of it is so now today, who would you like to play with today? If you could get up there right now and all the stars were aligned, and you could give me a couple people that you would sit there and you would like to play with today. Uh, I think every like kind of rock and slash like metal guitar player kind of holds uh, the spot on the stage next to Ozzy Osbourne as like. One of the highest, like most coveted places oh, yeah. a guitar player could be. Oh, uh, yeah. If I could play with Ozzy, I'd say that's. I, I can't get any better than that. Like, if I can get up there and play Crazy Train or, or like anything, like it could be even like Let Me Hear You Scream off of one of his newer albums. Uh, I would just be, yeah, I would, I would die. <laughs> that would be who I'd want to play with. Or Steel Panther. I also really like Steel Panther. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, they're they're awesome. They're funny and really talented too now now i don't now, know I'd, if I, I'd be able to play with them they're too good <laughs> <laughs> i'd be remiss if i didn't bring up a birdie told me that uh you know that you're a big tesla fan yeah i love tesla Frank cannon yeah <laughs> and you know you know i mean tesla's awesome you know and and, and troy laquette is a, you know he, he's like a brother man i love troy he's a, he's family oh yeah me. troy he, yeah you know, so I mean, Great uh, you know, what, what is, uh, it's funny. I, I, you threw that out there one day in a turn. I was, I was like, um, man, I was going over to Troy's house that day you know, or the next day. And I was oh, like, uh, <laughs> you know, so I mean, it was what made you fall in love with Tesla? Uh, what was it? I think I heard coming at you live on like a video game. And I was like, now this is the band I've been looking for. Who is this? And I like looked at the, like the soundtrack of the video game, found out it was Tesla. And I, I just kind of went from there. I did a deep dive and fell in love with the man. I love Tesla. I love <laughs> Jeff Keats' voice and just all the instrumentation. I love it. And then I saw them live. Frank, I met Frank Hannon at the NAMM show, an absolute gentleman. Yeah, they're really great guys. Yeah, yeah I just, I, I, I had I had to say that out there. I know that Troy might be listening. I love you, brother. You know, but I had I had to uh, had to bring that up, you know, because of the fact that it is, I was like, man, are you kidding me? You know, and it was something that was just, uh, you know, matter of fact, I got to get together with him soon. <laughs> just uh, probably text him after we get off the show. But I mean, uh, nice. it, it was just really cool that uh, I was like, "Yeah, man, that, that's awesome." I can't wait to you know talk about that. And I wanted to find out like you know what you enjoyed and what where where you got started with liking Tesla. Oh yeah, yeah. Modern Day Cowboy. When I first heard that lick, that first open like bam, ba la la la, that like first like lick of that song, I was just like, "Whoa, that's super cool!" And I just went on a deep dive. I I play love song on my acoustic like. Anytime I'm holding my acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to get a recording of that, man. Um, <laughs> is, is that on? Is that on your uh, YouTube? I don't think so, but I could put it on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely need to. It's funny, by the way, because of the fact that I, I was looking at your YouTube. And every go, everybody, go check out you know the Sinjab at uh, on YouTube. James Lane, right there, man. Turn on hit like those like and subscribes. But I mean, you oh, know, yeah, and, you. and uh, man, cause I'll tell you what, man, it, it, it was really cool to see some of this stuff that, you know, that is, uh, that you have out there. And I, I got some, I got some great live footage that, you know, that, uh, that is, you know, now six years, seven, eight years old, you know, but I yeah. mean, you were, you were wailing it up then, you know what I mean? You know, but it, it, it seems like you just kind of get very relaxed, almost like, um, I don't say you hide behind your guitar, but you kind of get on it a lot and, and you start to ride. It's, it's like a great ride. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's good. Yeah, like a, uh, there's some uh, jacket videos on there. Um, you can see me uh, a little bit lighter, <laughs> a little bit younger, and then uh, <laughs> you can us, check out us, uh, all of us. What's that? <laughs> yeah, seriously, COVID's kind of, I think maybe uh, I expanded 
<laughs> yeah, somebody told me they lost the, the COVID COVID twenty. So somebody said they lost it. I said I found it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I gave the damn Backstreet Boy. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there wasn't much to do other than eat and drink beer. So I mean, what, what's going to happen when you do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, and, and Ray's always got a great uh, Irish whiskey or Scotch sitting around or bourbon sitting around there. So it's easy to grab a hold of that too. <laughs> oh yeah. I need to switch over to that. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's for sure. Remind me to get you some of my scotch out of uh, my barrel. Uh, ask Ray. Oh, yeah. Ask Ray. It's really good. Matter of fact, I got to send you send you all some. Um, oh, that'd be great. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny, man, you know, with, with the way you're getting out there when you're playing and now with the new band and everything else. Um, you know, what's your, what, what do you want to, you know, kind of establish with the new band now and kind of a little bit different sound, you know, bring some of the old qualities back, but, you know, actually introducing some new qualities as well. What yeah. do you want to establish, man? Well, right now we're actually working on originals, which is super fun and really exciting. We've got like two in the works right now. Uh, me and Johnny have been working on them together and sending them out to the band so they can put their, you know, their parts in and mm -hmm. kind of like their spin and their flavor. And that's like what I'm most excited about. And, you know, once we get like a whole set of originals, we can start playing bigger places, you know, like House of Blues, the Coach House or something like that. Right. Uh that would be the next level for me. I think we're all on the same page in that regard. That's and, very uh, cool. Yeah. What what is what is it like? I mean, because it's got to be hard. I always sit there and say it's like when um, I tell people like if they go on American Idol or The Voice or anything else, just you know, be very careful doing an original is your first big deal. But when you go out there and you're throwing an original out there, are you nervous? I mean, you've been doing this for a long time now. Are you nervous? to go out there and throw an original out after you're playing a cover, <clears throat> excuse me, because you come off, you come off of something great, like, you know, like, like crazy train or something. And then all of a sudden you come out and, and you're throwing out a brand new original thing, which no one knows. Is it nerve wracking for you? Or are you just kind of confident you get in your lane? How, how does it work for you? Um, I haven't really given it that much like of a thought, like thinking about like sandwiching it between two great songs. It might make it not sound as good, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely something to think about. Make sure that uh, the song before and after it are not as good. <laughs> you got to make the, no. the original sound a little bit better, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if you have a good spot and everything else, I mean, I, I didn't mean it that way, buddy. I, I meant it was just when you come out there and you're playing, you know, you're lighting up the place and you, and you throw in there. And I don't want you to overthink that. I, I didn't mean it that way. I'm just saying by any means should you overthink it. But I, I, I oh, actually no. think that when you come out and – people rock off of something. I think you can put it between something because even great entertainers will sit there, you know, that, that, that have been doing it for a long time. Oh, we're going to get some new stuff in there and we got to try it out. And everybody, True. when you have 429 hits out there, you know, they're like looking like, you know, I watched Elvis from Hawaii and somebody's like, well, I want this and I want that. And I want this. And he says, hold on. Okay. I'll do all, all 429 of them, you know, and you're like, hold on, <laughs> a minute here, you know? So, I mean, is it, you know, when you come out there, are you nervous to do an original or you just go out and you just do it? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't describe it as nervous. I would say more excited and like Very maybe, cool. uh, yeah, yeah. Excited. And I, I mean, when we start playing, I mean, I've never played an original in front of an audience before. So if I, well, when we eventually do that, I might like get like emotional. <laughs> it would be like a big step, a big, like a big moment, like for me and especially in my like music career. Well, I love but, that. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that, buddy. I thought you already had, so I'm sorry for that. You know, of, uh, oh, no. You know, no, yeah, we're we're still writing them right now. We're uh, we want to make sure they're ready before we start playing them out. You know, but you know what the cool thing I always think about hearing a new song is the idea is if 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 it's if it's really good and you really dig it, you go out and you know somebody sits there and says, "Damn, man, that song rocked." You know, and 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 you know, I always everybody you know a lot of, not everybody but a lot of people tell me that when they write music or something there's a lot of it was what they wanted to hear what but what they want their audience to hear but also something that they wanted to hear or they wanted to listen to you know as well and it's like exactly you know, yeah you write the music you want to hear yeah i mean obviously you have to cater to your audience some because you want to keep them you know of course and, i mean you know but if you get something that you know is in the lines of you know if they're all listening to crazy train well you got something that kind of rocks that kind of can you know it's not going to be like it or whatever but it's in the same lane that they can dig obviously you know that you know you're putting it in there and that's the kind of music that you like so um, exactly you, know, you can you can identify with you know if, if you could put your ear to say yeah i'd buy that even though it's me you know or right you know or yeah and uh and hopefully the well 
I know these first two songs that we were working on, they fit right in there with uh, all the songs that we're playing already. So it almost, it might not even get noticed. <laughs> it might be like, they'll be like, oh, that's a cool one. I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> not then thinking it's like one of the songs that came out in the 90s or in the 2000s or whatever. Well, you got to promise me that uh, you, when you guys cut a new song and it's out, that you'll come back on. Oh, yeah, I promise. You know, I mean, that's that's definitely cool. I can't wait to, I mean, you know, I can't wait to sit there and hear it, man. I mean, because, I mean, look, if, if if you haven't seen a cat go out and turn on and tear up the guitar and you can go to, you know, I, I promise you, there's a lot of good guitarists out there, but, man, James gets a hold of this and he digs in, man. I mean, it, it is burning up. You do have to get your talent and fan them off. I mean, it, it is... You know, you you do rock, and you know, and I, I'll tell you, you know, I don't I don't say that shy by any means, but you can rock it. And uh, I always joke and say, when I grow up, I want to play the guitar like somebody. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're on you're on that list too. You know, I mean, because you know, it, it, it's really cool, and you do something that not everybody can do, man. I mean, you know, and the the idea that you're getting out there and you're tearing it up. I like the sound of the new guitar. You know. Oh yeah. I like yeah, this. thanks, man. That means so much to me, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And I, I mean, miss you. I miss I miss seeing you down there, fucking. Oh, whoops! I'm sorry if you're I'm not right, supposed to right, curse on you. You're right. I'm I'm missing you like twirling around on the dance floor. Sometimes <laughs> catching you from falling into the stage. <laughs> I've caught you more than once. I think I've caught you a couple times. Well, well I mean, you know, those damn chords would get in the way, and you know, oh yeah, I mean, you know, and and and, and occasionally a few drinks didn't hurt, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's hard to stay upright. <laughs> you know, I mean, it it was most times if I was dancing, I was all right. Is when I slowed down, it was a problem. <laughs> um, you know. But, yeah, but no, no, that 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 that's that, that's the truth. I actually went over almost when I asked over T kettle over the over the speaker and the wire because they had moved that they'd moved the wires that you know, I was normally you knew everything where it was and I was like, damn man, you know where'd everything go? Um, yeah, it was it was like my mic stand would sometimes trip you up too. <laughs> that was it. That was it because you put it on the floor that night. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, damn it, man, you know, but yeah, it's, no, I mean, it, I, I definitely miss all you cats, and I mean, I'll get, you know, maybe I'll get out there this year and try and catch out your new band, you know. Yeah, I was just about to ask you, like, how, how what's it like in Nashville? You're in Nashville, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm right outside of Nashville, and I'm in, I'm, I'm in my office studio right now, and, uh, you know, it was, I was recording Lifebox Media Channel right now. It is great. I mean, it is it is sensational. Uh, I, I say the, the music scene is fantastic. Uh, I've heard. Yeah, it's it, it's hard. It's it's. Uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get stuff for this. It, it, it's harder to book a fee per se in a lot of areas here. Uh, you know per se because a lot of it downtown is tips and everything else is. But you can but you can you can make a bundle on tips too. I mean, oh, yeah. you know it is. But I mean it's a little bit a little bit different booking scheme here. Um, but the music's great. I got a lot of a lot of friends here and. Uh, you know, uh, and I miss all my friends in, in California too. I mean, God knows I do. You know, I mean, uh, like you guys and everybody else. You know, everybody that I got to know uh, out there in my art place family as well. You know, and everything else. Oh yeah. Um, what's it like? Let me ask you a question. What's it like now? The difference of the two bands. And I mean, it's with love because you know I have nothing but love for for Jagged. You know, and a family. But what's it like? The of two difference of the fan of the bands playing now compared to then. Obviously, minus per se as much dance songs, but you know, besides the difference of the two bands. So it is a little different in, uh, like, a vibe just because. So I'm, like, uh, early 30s, I'm 33, and everybody in the band is around that age, too. Now, with Jagged, uh, you know, a little bit of a older band. Uh, so, like, I still vibe with them and stuff, but when it comes to, like, hanging out, it's a... Uh, you know, we're a bit more of a party band <laughs> than Jagged right, was. Right, 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 right. Um, Which is a lot of fun. I don't know. We had a lot of pretty some pretty good times. <laughs> oh yeah, don't get me wrong. No, no, Jagged knew how to party too. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. And I and I meant and like I said, I meant it completely with love. It wasn't it wasn't a divisional thing there. It was just the fact that I mean, you know, the idea of you guys kind of getting into your groove all as a group. I think that is really important. And and uh, but also the diversity. I think in Jagged really made. You guys, what it is, and I have to learn more about your new band. Um, I, I watched a, a, a bunch of clips that you know that you guys all posted up online. So I, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I got a chance to watch some of you, you know, for uh, you know, end and destroy. But you know, I, I have to watch more of of it. But I mean, it seems like you guys really rock. You got some great sound. Um, a little bit of the sound was soft from our place at first. I had to listen to some of it on oh, yeah. Facebook, but. 
course, it's on Facebook, so you're kind of taping it and trying to post it. So, you know, it's always hard yeah. to keep it in there. So, I mean, it was just was a little fur further away at first. And then all of a sudden, when I got to hear you guys, I was like, man, you guys kind of, kind of were really going well. And uh, I got to see some of the back and forth guitar stuff, which was really nice, and a couple of your solos and, and everything else, which was really cool. But, um, you know, with the idea of you guys uh, expanding and uh. everything else and, and you know, and, and doing some of your own work, um what's it feel like building you know this is kind of from the ground up you know i mean you kind of came into jagged and they were kind of established they were already established you know as what and it was great and, and you guys built bigger but what's it feel like building it from the ground up uh it, it's been really cool i i like being part of like the creation of things and like being there at, at like the start you know the origin and they were like in undestroy we, they weren't called in undestroy yet but they were um, playing a little bit before I joined, but I don't think they had uh, a singer yet again, or maybe they did. I, I'm not really sure about that. But when I, uh, yeah, when I joined in the very early stages and it's just been a blast, like kind of putting it all together and just, you know, like you said, like joining Jagged was uh, kind of like being you know, hurled into this like machine <laughs> when, uh, as opposed to like this, where I'm like kind of designing the machine. It's a, uh, it's really cool. And, we all work so well together. We all vibe really well. So it's been just like an absolute pleasure. And then we've all got our, like all of us in the band have our ladies that are helping out too. We've got, uh, you know, Vince's girlfriend. She takes our pictures. Danielle runs our sounds. It's great. It's like a, it's, it's it, even though it's not a family, it, it definitely has that feeling of being like a family, like as the bands, we all love each other and we're all, yeah, like brothers and sisters basically. I, I love that. I think I think it's great when you can get along and you guys, because you know you guys build each other is really an important deal. Yeah, I've been in some bands that uh, wasn't like that. It was less an ideal situation where uh, yeah, there were some people that were, you know, not as uh, not as easy to communicate with and stuff like that. But I have nothing but uh, good things to say about and on destroy and jagged. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's uh, I think it's something when you can get in there and you can love it, it's not as much work. Right, yeah, the work, uh, it doesn't, yeah, it becomes play. <laughs> right, exactly. Now, I want to ask you this. Now, when, when you're playing, man, how do you keep your, especially with, like, when you were off with COVID, how did you keep your fingers in shape, man? Did you play a lot? Um, during that, like, the dark period, I'll call it, <laughs> yeah. we, uh, yeah, we were, like, kind of, like, just jamming in the garage, and then I'd always keep, like, uh my fingers in shape by like recording and, you know, just jamming at home. Like I, you know, be writing my, I've got like, uh, one, two, three, four, I've got like five albums right now on Spotify. Whoa. My newest one was, yeah. My newest one was, uh, in 2020. I haven't put one out since then, but, uh, yeah, that one was made during the dark period and I called it uh quarantine. So like that kept, that kept my hands in shape and stuff like that. Also drinking a lot of liquid IV to keep myself from cramping. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now that's real liquid IV or yeah, IV? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's the real stuff. That, that stuff works, man. It, uh, it tastes good, too. <laughs> Shout out to liquid IV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys better sponsor me. I actually just had, <laughs> yeah. I had, their, comp I had their competition the other day. Uh, uh, um, the uh, kid from, uh, gosh, what is the name of this stuff? Um blue and white containers and all that stuff um i can't think of it right now um big container them the, the the you know he's in the wwf right now i can't think of his name um and him and his brother uh anyway so uh yeah so uh it's funny i can't think of the name anyway so uh yeah but the the, the drinks it's kind of like really good that's no sugar in it and all that good stuff um oh nice any, anyway so it's kind of one of those deals i might try to liquid iv too i mean it tastes pretty good but anyway, so yeah, it's not bad. No, I mean, so, uh, you know, for what you're going to get out of it, you know. But uh, you know, as far as the fact, so you just kind of kept your hands good. I want everybody to go check out. Matter of fact, check out your Spotify because of the fact that hit those like and subscribes. You know, make sure that they come around because, man, that's what I think that's really important. What does it feel like when you get the reaction that you can get? And I mean, you know, and I know it's kind of simple for you, kind of to sit down and you know, and you can just tear it up on the guitar. But I mean, legitimately, when people, you know, you blow the roof off the place, and you know, I've I've heard a few hundred people, put, you know, pop right for you guys, you know, and especially for you playing a guitar. What's that feel like, man? Oh uh, man, there's nothing like it. It's it's great. Like I honestly can't like compare it to anything. That that feeling. It's like that instant gratification of the audience, uh, kind of vibing off of you, and like you. It's like a push and pull like relationship with the audience and the band. 
And if they're vibing, we're vibing. And if they're really vibing, that makes us play better. And it just like kind of compounds itself and makes it just a wonderful experience for all involved, hopefully, <laughs> at least for me. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, I mean, it's great. I mean, you know, because I, I think there's no better high than the crowd. I mean, you know, I mean, for, for, for a job, there's nothing like the, you know, you getting a pop from the crowd. I mean, it is absolutely. Oh, yeah. The great. Yeah. You hear all these like these stand up comedians, they uh, switch over to movies and they're like, I don't know if the jokes I'm saying are funny. There's no one there to like react. So like they go back to stand up because that's where you get that, you know, that feedback, that instant gratification, the instant feedback. And like, if you do something bad, <laughs> they'll tell you, you'll, you'll know, like not too long after you do it. <laughs> that's a good way to learn too. So I'm going to ask you this. Now that that's for sure. Believing as an athlete, I, I love the pop of the crowd, good or bad. I loved it. But man, I'll tell you what, as, as, uh, uh, as you know, you know, if you screwed up, man, they'll bury you. <laughs> I mean, you know? Yeah. So, They're usually pretty forgiving, but yeah, I can get, uh, you know, get a little nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you got, you got to kind of take it all with love and, you know, kind of brush yourself off and it comes with the territory, you know. You know, you're, you're yeah, going to get that. Anytime kind of I make a mistake, I just kind of smile. <laughs> like, whoops. Well, you know, most, what else can you do? <laughs> most, time, most times, unless you're, you know, some douchebag like me that goes, I know that. I know all those licks to listen to, you know, I mean, you know, but I mean, uh, that most times you'll sit there and you get somebody, you know, they won't have a clue that you missed a note or whatever else it is on there. Anyway, they're dancing and drinking and, you know, and they're like, you know, and somebody comes up and he says, Hey man, you missed that by a minute. You know, you're playing Rick Springfield there. I think you're a chord off dude. You know what? I'm sorry. Have a great time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Ed, uh, Ed Van Halen said it best. Like I think his dad told him, if uh, you make a mistake, do it twice. They'll think you did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like that. that that's cool. So, I mean, yeah. with, with that being said, uh, and, and we'll wind this thing up here. Now, with with, with you uh, coming out with this, you know, with this new band and you guys building up and everything else that is on it, and and with with you uh, getting the new monster there, your new machine. Well, first of all, have you named your machine yet? No, I just call it Wolfgang. Yeah, I just call it the Wolfie. And uh, do any of your others have names? Mm, I did name uh, one of my Jackson guitars Danielle because it was so pretty. <laughs> man, you just scored points there. <laughs> man, that's I can use them. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. You guys listen out there. James just put the bar up pretty damn high, um, <laughs> especially you musicians out there. Um, you know, you're getting up there with like BB uh, King and Lucille, man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Yep. You know, but that and that's really cool. Now, with the idea of you playing and kind of getting getting things going on here, um, I have a little bit of fun questions for you right now. So you just kind of indulge indulge me a little bit. Sure. All right. All right. Um, Beach of the mountains. Mountains. Ah, well, because good. Hey, look, not everybody lives, you know, seven minutes from the beach anymore. Sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay. Cool. Uh, scotch or bourbon? Oh, probably bourbon. And uh, wait until you taste my scotch. <laughs> yeah, I have to taste your scotch though. That's that's subject to change. <laughs> <laughs> you know that 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 that's cool. Horror or comedy? Oh man, uh, I guess comedy. Yeah, comedy. You got a favorite? Man, I always loved Rat Race. <laughs> Rat, Rat Race. I love Rat Race will always make me laugh. Now that that's a first. Nobody has brought that ever up on the show, so that's a first. And I love that movie. So yeah, that's just the first one that comes to mind. You know, the Chi Chi Chong movies are great. <laughs> you, you notice if you saw my Facebook every year, I put my Chi Chi Chong Christmas. You know, <laughs> oh, nice. The the greatest Christmas song ever. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, um, you know, for sure. And, and uh, okay, so and, and, you know, and. If you could take you, your girl, and your family anywhere on the planet for a month, where would it be? For a month? Ooh. My family. I would say the Playboy Mansion, but I wouldn't take the family there. <laughs> so I'd have to go with... Uh, you, I, I, you got I, divorced before you got married. <laughs> yeah, I got to do that first. Uh, we recently went on a trip down the Danube River in... Uh, in Europe through like Austria, Germany and Hungary. And that was wonderful. I'd love to go back there. That's probably where I'd go. Well, that's Spend awesome. a month in Europe. That'd be cool. And, and you still wouldn't see everything. No, there's so much to see there. Yeah. I, yeah I, I've been to Europe 
over a dozen times uh, years ago and, 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 and tore it all over it and still didn't get to see everything I wanted to see, and, you know, not even close. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I yep. hear you on that. that. That's, man, you couldn't go wrong there with that at all. Um, yeah, as long as long as I could bring my cats with me. <laughs> how many cats you got? Two. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, what are their names? <laughs> Mary and Jane. <laughs> Mary and Jane. All right. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Tell me they don't have their own Instagrams yet. Oh, uh, you know what's so funny? I was going to make one for them. Uh, they were like, I had one in like a competition for like cutest cat. And I was thinking of making a whole social media profile for her. <laughs> <laughs> see, there you go. If if you do, you gotta you gotta you gotta tag us in it so we can put it out there. Yeah. Um, Honestly, my Instagram is is mostly my cats. Like, <laughs> it's not even me really. I've only got like a few things on there, and like half of it is the cats. You know, you you are a musician. You know, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's nice to put it out there a little bit. Um, yeah, I should. You know, if if there was a, a building you could play anywhere in the world as a musician, where would it be? Oh man! I mean, you have I guess the... Square, you have Madison Square Garden. You got the Pavilion. You got you know Anaheim. You, you you have Chicago. I mean, you know, you have everywhere. Where would you Where would you want to play? I mean, I guess the top would be Madison Square Garden, right? Or maybe the Met. Because the Met is uh, where Robin Williams did his like famous live. The Met was uh, really influential to me in, as, in terms of comedy. But uh, yeah, Madison Square Garden has got to be like the top. Maybe Wembley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, the mecca of mecca is Madison Square Garden for sure. Nothing like playing the yeah. Garden and 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 Wembley. Not a, not a bad second on that. And I love the fact you brought up Robin Williams. Loved Robin Williams. He was a great guy. So I'm so glad yeah. that you brought up. You know, I didn't know you were a fan of Robin. So that's really really cool. And, huge fan. Huge fan. You know, uh, majorly, majorly, super talented and overly missed. Uh, yeah, he was like a he like his movies like raised me. <laughs> I like grew up watching his movies. Um, you could uh, favorite Robin Williams movie? I have to ask you. Ooh. Uh, there's so many. I, I I love him in his serious movies too, like Insomnia, and uh, uh, One Hour Photo. But in oh terms my God, of like one comedy, hour Photo was phenomenal. Yeah, I yeah I just recently watched that again. It's so good. But in terms of just, I mean, Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, Patch Adams. That's there's a movie called Awakenings. Right there. You got. It. I can't believe you named it. Pat. Nobody names Patch Adams. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I love him in uh, like Goodwill Hunting and his like you know yeah. Hook. <laughs> Grew up watching Hook. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I loved him in Popeye too. Uh, nobody oh yeah, Popeye. No, no, nobody, nobody likes it. I don't care. I loved Popeye. No, I love Popeye. What a spectacle that movie is! Like the sets and stuff that still exists. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I love it. That that's awesome, man. You just made my day bringing up bringing up Robin Williams. Um, you know. Uh, it was, believe it or not, when I, when I was in California touring with it, that I, I, I had saw him like, I don't know, it was a few weeks before we lost him. Oh, I'm so jealous. I never got to see him. And, uh, he was, he was a real super nice guy. Super nice guy. Um, you know, it was, that, that's, that's just crazy. Um, and it is, but, um, so with, with you, everything you're getting played out now, and it was a question, a question I had here and I, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to miss it here on it. Um, also, with the idea of you kind of like going out, you know, and you you getting a band together now, you know, you guys all getting together and playing and everything else, as it is, um, what is what is what is the message that you guys want to get out to with End of Destroy EOD is DOD right? Yeah, EOD End of Destroy, yeah. and you know EOD. What what's the message you guys want to go out for people to come out and see you? Why should they? Why should we come out and check you out? Oh man, what a hard question. Uh... I think, I don't know if I could speak for the rest of the band, but I'd say we're all about just having a good time, uh, playing music that we love and playing music that hopefully most people enjoy and, you know, are fond of. And uh, even if it's a song that you might not be interested in, I think we play it with like the energy and the fun like aspect to make it enjoyable for everyone. And, you know, all good vibes. We just uh, want to have a good time. I, I love that. Now, one of, one, of, one of my last questions I'll get you with, and I, we only got a couple more left, I promise. But, uh, no but, uh, favorite song to play out. You know, somebody comes <laughs> up and says, Hey, man, look, favorite request. Right now, uh, I love playing Like a Stone by Audio Slave. 
because Jeremy just sings the hell out of that song. Nice. And he's got such a good voice for Chris Cornell. And uh, I also got to sing a little backup, which I love. And Johnny plays the solo on that song. So I get to just kind of sit back and just watch the band just do their thing. And it's nice to be able to, like, you know, just kind of have a moment where I'm not playing anything. And I'm, like, looking around and just watching this band that's just so tight and so good. And, yeah, I love playing that song. Wow, that that is awesome, and and you brought up Chris Cornell. I I have to, I have to tell a quick story on that. I had I had met him downtown, and uh, and uh, he's he was one of those guys that you kind of you know run into him a couple times at a couple things downtown in L.A. And he sit there yeah. and I said, you know, hey man, are you on Twitter? And I said, yeah. He says, you want to you know. So you, you want to follow me, and I'll follow you. And I said, yeah, yeah, okay, fine, I'll follow you in a little while. And he's like, one of those people said, no, man, no, don't just say that. Give me your phone. And he turned <laughs> on me, actually hit my phone up, opened up my deal, and and nobody, I, I don't hand anybody my phone. And he sit there, turned around, and he followed, you know, we followed each other on Twitter. And uh, and, he, and he passed away, like, you know, six months later. Yeah, another one that we lost. And it was like crazy, because he just took the took the phone right out of my hands. And said, no, That's man, we'll follow cool. each other right now. Like, no bullshit. We'll follow each other right now. <laughs> and, and, yeah, man, that's awesome. And, and and that was so cool that just, you know, because I didn't, I had seen some of his new music coming out and it was just, you know, you know, you know, I was, you know, I, you know, I was did events in Hollywood and it was like, yeah. it, was, it was a new cap to me and he was really that cool. Yeah. And so it was like really, really badass thing. But I mean, it's, but, but, okay. So, so I, I sit there and said, okay, you're playing that song. Now what's the least favorite in a night that somebody you sit there comes up to you and you say, gosh, man, I got to play that again. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I can definitely listen. tell you what the songs that I didn't like playing in Jagged were. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, in, ja- in Jagged, I didn't like playing, uh, what was it called? New Sensation by NXS. <laughs> uh, I, I, sorry if that's anybody's like favorite song or anything, but uh, guitar wise, I just like, I have to do this thing like where it's just like this and just do that the whole song almost. And, uh, yeah, it just wasn't like particularly fun. And I, you know, I just wasn't a fan of that song. (laughs) I dig it. And I, and I like that, but I I think the idea and now as a musician, I love the idea that you, and we don't mean any disrespect because, because I like an excess, but I mean, you know, but no disrespect, but at the same time, and you're being honest and I dig it. I mean, is, is that the song was very heavily played for a long time. Yeah, and and, and uh, if you're playing this song, I can dig it that it's kind of one of those things that you just you know people come up and say, "Hey man, look, da 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 da," you know, and you always get the guy you know, uh, you know, Sweet Home Alabama, Freebird. Oh yeah, Freebird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, but Magic lyrics, Carpet Ride. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But but at the same time, and, and I gotta say because I brought up another underappreciated guitarist. By the way, you did do a good job on uh, on uh, Jesse's Girl. By the way. With, oh, yeah. uh, with with you know when when Ray was kicking and singing it and and uh, I've done everything for you too also, you know you did a good oh, yeah. job on the guitar and you know and Rick Springfield's a hell of a guitarist. Yeah, I think Jesse's girl is actually Neil Gerardo. And uh, he Neil Gerardo played it, but but Rick has played it you know per se. He just Neil would just kind of oh, come yeah. in there and uh, yeah 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 you know but he would too. But also you know and not taking anything away from Neil. But I mean, oh, yeah. uh, you know, but, you know, that I think you did a hell of a job coming in there, you know, because of the fact that, you know, you're kind of coming in and doing, and uh, I, I, I begged, I begged Ray for, for, for another Rick Springfield song. So if you guys didn't like it, uh, don't hold it against me. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I like that stuff. Yeah. All good. You know, but I mean, uh, I was like, dude, you got, we got another one. He's like, okay. <laughs> so I'm already working on it. I'm like, damn, um, <laughs> you know, but so with, with that being said now, Winding up right now, where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, for NM Destroy's website is actually really easy. It's called rockdoc.com. Wow. So that's an easy one. Uh, my YouTube, I think, is kind of dead, but it's uh, just my name, James Lane. Uh, James Lane Guitar on Instagram. Um, NM Destroy on Instagram also. Most of the stuff that we're doing is on Instagram. Very cool, very cool. Um, you guys going to have a uh, YouTube coming up anytime soon? Uh, yeah, we have a YouTube. Uh, we're, we're doing a lot of shorts right now. Yeah, it should just be end on destroy very on cool. YouTube there. Yeah, that, I love that. Yeah, guys, we got yeah, we got plenty of videos on there. 
That's fantastic. I had not pulled up your YouTube yet. I was listening to, I was listening to stuff you had on Facebook oh, yeah. on there and, and gone through your Facebook, you know, and eating it up, you know, as, as it was, because, you know, we're friends on Facebook, but, you know, I mean, it was like, so I was kind of going and everything, everything that Flossie and Danielle and everybody, you know, had shared from the other night too. So I was going to check out all that, you know, and God, I miss uh, going to our place. Uh, yeah, know. we miss you too, man. You know, but I, you know, that's really cool, man. Let me tell you something. There's been so much fun having you on, James. I really appreciate you taking the time, um, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. You know, if, if if you have a chance to go check out, you know, James Lane. You know, if, if you're if you're local, you know, go check him out in Southern California. EOD and destroy and then destroy on there. You know, check it out, man. Hot new band coming up. Um, I dig your work. I love the idea that uh, I, I and I, I think it was just the recording of it is is you know obviously a live event that I could hear some of them more than others of, of the band and the first part to the second part of it was on there yeah. of of the sound so I mean you know live point live venues like that and I've I've recorded at our place a thousand times and depending on where you're standing yeah. at the way you can get a good sound of it is so I mean but I loved when I could hear it you know when I could hear the band that was playing off as you guys sounded really good you sounded pretty tight man I mean you know. It sounded pretty. Oh, thank you. I like, yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, it wasn't. You know, and I don't know how long per se you guys have been playing together, but it sounded pretty tight. And uh, you know, obviously, I, I saw a lot of my friends there, and I thought yep. that was really cool. You kind of kind of gave me a flashback, which is really neat. I appreciate you, but I mean, you guys sound like you're really building it up good, and uh, keep up the great work, man. I, I definitely think that you know, you you you're a really good talented guitarist, man, and I think you can go a lot further than you already have. I, you know, don't, don't, don't stop, man, because you can rock the place, and uh, without a doubt. Oh, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. You know, ladies uh, and gentlemen, go check out James Lane. Go check out EOD and on Destroy on Facebook, Instagram. Remember, we hit all those likes and follows. Um, do you have any idea of when uh, one of your originals is coming out with you guys? Uh, it's still hard to say. Yeah, we, we've got to lay down the vocals still, but uh, it's coming along. Should be soon. What do you got to say to your bandmates out there, man? You know, you could be kicking in with this new band and you guys are rocking out. You sound pretty good and you seem pretty comfortable, man. I mean, you know, uh, tell, real quick, tell me your bandmates' names. Uh, so, guitar is Johnny and me. And bass, we got Vince. Drums is Nick. And on vocals, we've got Jeremy. Very cool. Very cool, man. I really appreciate you taking the time in. I thank you so much. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on, man. It was awesome. The Life Media Channel, James Lane, and the Destroy EOD. We are out.